Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. An open letter to the protesters outside the Planned Parenthood near my job who stuck a cross in my face and told me, abortions are the largest genocide of black people. God won't forgive you for having I don't know how I became the finger to pull the trigger of your mouth. That's a lie. I know exactly what turned my lunch break into a firing range and why this clay pigeon of a body attracted your aim. But tell me more how you care about this largest genocide of black people when I never seen you at a Black Lives Matter protest. Tell me that you mourned Ayana and Tamir and Jordan just as hard as you celebrated the shooting of a clinic in Colorado. Do you know how many years I've walked by your markers, your mantras, your megaphones, your picket signs and prayers that you cocked like pistols and I've had to clench half a millennium of horror between my teeth. You don't know my God. You and mine ain't on speaking terms. My God understands the choices black women have needed to make in the face of genocide. My God understands how slave women pluck pearls from between their legs rather than see them strung up by the neck. My God does not condemn us women who when faced with having to take claim of our bodies do so with our chins unchained to the ground. Do you know how many years bodies like mine have been the choice for someone like you to make? Do you know how many years women like me have been equally afraid of both hangings and hangers? Yet we're still here every day carrying ourselves. So, when'd you fall in love with hip hop? Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. This is Capri. This is Dante. And I'm Mika. And it's Sunday. We say I'm an owl. Like Sunday? Like it's Sunday? Are we, is I it because like we're, it's Sunday. we're full? Probably because we're full. On our tired. Our, on our elote. We have. It was good. Oh yeah, We made our own elote. It was the bomb. So uh, we've been looking for elote since we left your city in Dallas. And uh, we didn't went we didn't hit up a uh, we didn't hit up a food truck in the city. It didn't taste like your city. That shit was nasty. We found out that it's at the flea market, but we never made it over there. And so we just then created our own. <laughs> it worked out. It was it good. Mm-hmm. It was real good. It was good. Okay. Dante still got a whole bowl full because she, she. I think her eyes was bigger than her stomach. That's my second bowl. I'm gonna save it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna eat it? Ain't you gonna take it? Yes. I'm gonna put some more. Um, before you take your sriracha, I'm gonna put some. No, more I'm leaving her girl. You are okay. Yeah. I'm gonna put some. Yeah, more so we'll have some for next time. Uh-huh. Girl, we'll be We will be prepared. You got a question for us? Yeah. So question. Um, so this is something I've kind of struggled with lately, and I think it's just because I just realized, um, probably about a couple days ago, no, actually, I realized, like, earlier, about a couple weeks ago, 
When do you? When is it okay to wear a bonnet with a person that you're sleeping with? <laughs> well, like so, you meet a person, y'all been hanging out, chilling for about two or three weeks. I mean, two or three months, whatever. Not weeks wouldn't be, but months. When would you actually start wearing your bonnet around that person? My mine would have to be six months or longer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is because, you know, normally as far as, you know, when it's something fresh, I don't think they should have to. I can go ahead and, you know, you probably ain't living with them, so you ain't staying with them all the time. So if I'm going over there and, you know, just visiting and we, you know, kicking it together, I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to say, hold on, I'm wrap my hair up and I come to bed with this wrap and I got my bonnet, bonnet, bonnet on top of it. Nah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to rock it out with the hair down or whatever it looked like, break whatever I got at that point until I get home. So I'm going to say because we made it official in June and in September is when I put my bonnet. That's because we went out of town and I didn't want to mess my hair up. So that was my first time. And then after that, sure, it was a wrap. But I'm saying even if y'all didn't go out of town at that point, that was about what four months. Mm-hmm. So if y'all didn't go out of town at that point, and y'all was still just three months. So okay. it was three months. So I think three months is a good, that's good enough for me. Because I used to, whenever I would stay over there, I would just like try to, um, you know, exactly. try to sleep out cute and stuff. But then I have to go home and fix my hair. And I wasn't going to be doing that for no six months. Like, you're just going to have to get used to seeing me, like, with my hair up on. So, so I'm going to say three months. I have still never worn my bonnet in my situation. Y'all know it's almost two years. And I have, I realized this. So I have a silk pillow. And y'all know he's been coming to my house um, since the whole thing with his situation with his house or whatever. But I just sleep with I just sleep on my silk pillow, and so like um, it's funny because <clears throat> one day he was like, uh, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Just chilling." And he was like, "I want to come over." And I was like, "I sit here with a shower cap on, bonnet on," and I see him to mention. He was like, "So then, like after we got through the conversation, we had kind of made the decision he wasn't coming over." But he was like, "FYI." a bonnet doesn't bother me but i have yet to still put a bonnet on (laughs) y'all sleep with my bonnet on all the way up to that point and then when he come over i just i don't know why even when i would go over his house i have never slept with a bonnet at it with him so to be honest that was when i would say when we stayed at the hotel that's when i slept with a bonnet and the first time i numbered around him <laughs> really yeah so too, too comfortable but he too was soon. going but he was going down to the lobby to use it to number two but i was like shoot we got this room i'm i mean i don't know i mean yeah, if we're gonna be in a, a relationship yeah if we're gonna be in a relationship i might as well because i remember the first time i ever actually passed gas in front of, <laughs> in front of my husband was when i was pregnant with Jaden. first time serious? ever dang and girl and when i did it i was like <gasps> Like, oh God. He, was like, he was like, I don't believe that's the first time you ever did that shit. Are you carrying my baby? I was like, I know, right? I was like, yeah. Now, after that, woo, that was like a, the reliever. I'm after that, I was like, yeah, yeah. And I'm carrying your baby. I feel like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> no that was going to be the next question is when is it okay to pass gas in front of somebody you're dating? See, I don't really think that's necessarily okay, but see, I pass gas in my sleep. Not See, all that's time. embarrassing. And I, I think I felt that point. I woke up like, ooh, did I? I'm no, like, it's I because not. y'all know, like, 
for a minute there, I was kind of going through like some stomach problems and I didn't really know what was going on. And so my stomach would just be hurting and I'll be, I would hold the gas <laughs> the whole time I would be over there. And as soon as I get relaxed, you know, lay in bed, out. then it just come out. What do you do? And so nothing. I would just sit there like, <laughs> make, make sure it all stays. <laughs> He was like, um, something about you pass gas in your sleep. But I really wasn't sleep. I mean, because you know, like, exactly. you, you're sitting there and you're trying to hold it and you're trying to go to sleep and you kind of feel it and you tighten your booty cheeks exactly. back up and you're trying <laughs> to hold it. And then as soon as you like get into a deep sleep, then you, I mean, you just walk it just me Yeah, you let it go. So, so like, the one time I think that I have passed gas, it was when I was peeing on the toilet. And you know, you, you when you oh, pee in it, it'd be like, yes. Pee. But that was me being in my own house. But you know, the, the walls, like when you're in the bathroom, it echo. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know if he heard it or not. He ain't never pointed it out. He ain't never said nothing. But I just feel like, I don't know. I still like that. I don't know. It takes me a long time to get like warmed too. up to like just. I, it probably take me longer to warm up and pass gas around you than it do to take for the bonnet. I might pull out the bonnet in the next couple of whatevers. But you know, when you're natural and the way I'm, I like, I'm natural, natural. So I look like Seely. So, I mean, I think I need to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> so you would rather look like Seely around him? No, I'm saying. No, I don't twist up nothing. I just... I pull it up into my pineapple and I just lay on it. But you know, but y'all know I don't care about frizzy, messy hair anyway. So I'm usually, the luck that I've been in is I'm usually at the end where I'm almost like need to reset anyway. So then I just get up and it don't really matter because that's what I was going to do anyway. And it's not an everyday thing anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? They not sleeping every day. So just think about me and again, me and my husband from the day we met, you know, six (laughs) months in, that was good. You know, because we was together from every day after that. Right. Which, girl, after that time, I was like, shoot, yeah. yeah no. and, but I still didn't pass gas. It had to be, I didn't get pregnant about a year and a half later. Oh, okay. With Jayton. Yeah, the passing yeah. gas thing. And I was like, just like, yeah. I looked at him, he looked at me, he was like, I don't believe you just did. That's the first time you ever. I was like, That's I know, crazy. right? I was like, I guess I feel comfortable. I'm curious to say, I feel a little bit comfortable now. <laughs> but no, I still wouldn't purposely pass gas around somebody. I would, it's always been an accident. Yeah. I would go into another room, bathroom, I mean, something like that. But I wouldn't just be laying there like, ooh, I got gas, and just, like, let it out. I wouldn't do that. I used to say it, not just purposely let it out. But if I had, I'd be like, ooh, babe. Oh, shoot. I was like, I done ate that ice cream. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be like, you probably are. He had asked me. I still rub my stomach. He'd be like, your ass got gas. So he'd be like, yes. Oh, my God. I just... But he used to be like, I never, like, we never, like, was one of them couples. You know how some couples go in the bathroom with each other? Like, somebody on the stool and somebody... We ain't never been that couple. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I'm not finna be in there brushing my teeth and calling my hair while you should... No. And if I do go in there, it means I really need to go in there and just get something and I'm gonna come on out. That's how I would do when I would hold my breath. Yeah, we ain't never been that couple. Because I don't need... Because if if I smell your shit, it might turn me off. We may have to do something. Y'all know that's my thing. So, cheating on me is a turn off. And if I smell shit anywhere close around in the vicinity around you, on me, on you, uh, yeah, that's why I can't stick my finger nowhere up close. If yeah, I smell yeah. shit, I'm done. I'm good on that one. Yeah. That whole meme that uh, Dante sent us. Yes. Oh, girl, that would have been. I'd have been done, done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah. She said no. Oh, last time I did that, he smelled like shit on my stomach. So there's this meme Dante sent us with this girl. This dude is like sitting on her chest and she's sucking his his dick. And he yeah. and 
she said, and he's playing with him. And she, this girl commented above it and was like, the last time I did this, my chest smelled like shit. No. Because his ass was straddled. On her chest. On her chest. And so when he got up, her chest smelled like, like shit. shit. Damn. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I already got the thing with the whole <laughs> And now, uh, uh, if you no. smell like booty, shit. And, I mean, now, it's one thing for you to pass gas. I understand that concept. But if you smell like shit, like not just fart shit. If you smell like shit. Anywhere on around close to if I'm sucking your thing and I smell shit, if I'm done, 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 yeah. I'm I'm yes. checking. Don't even call me no more. You gonna get blocked before you even walk out the front door. That's right. disgusting. Hell yeah, that's nasty as hell. So yeah, no, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I can't come in there while you shitting. <laughs> and please don't come in while I'm shitting. <laughs> like that's just not. Con- I don't know. It's never been a thing where I know. Probably couples probably did it, but there ain't never been no thing when we did that shit. Hell no. Right. Like, My sister I'm and her not, husband do that. That's their thing. But you know, they do like they pick she pick his face. See, I'm okay with that. I'll pick my yeah, husband's face all day long, girl. If he got something in his head, I'm all on his head, <laughs> on his back. You know, like babe, lay down, you got a black head on your back. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Girl, but no, she, we're not finna sit in, in yeah, the Yeah, they bathroom. was like dating and when they were dating, they were sitting in the bathroom with each other. Yeah. I just can't do that. Like, I'm gonna need you to But why though? Just wait, till I, I, just wait till I come out. But some I mean, people feel comfortable with it. I just can't do it. Some I, first, I can't I shit when she sits there looking at me. I can't do it with nobody in there. It just throws my whole thing <laughs> off. It, it was there. And I said, my stomach was hurt. And then as soon as Jake walking down from the stomach, I'm like, oh. Get out so I can. Because it just stops. Right. Anytime somebody's around, I cannot. I'm I can't even. enough to go. Like, you even if go. I had to, like, go, go. So, you know, like, if you're sitting in a style at work. Because, oh, my gosh, that's, like, a big pet peeve for me. It's for, like, you to be in a style. You know, and it's like 20 other styles in and there. They come and right somebody beside sits you. right beside you. I Ain't nobody you. else in this bathroom. You pick the style right beside me. We only have two stuff. styles. It's one thing when it's just two yeah, styles. Yeah, that's different. That's if different. It's, if it's but if it's a whole full of right. Why did you come and sit right next to me? No, like, I get it. I'm just saying we only have two, which yeah. sucks because when a when the person comes in and they stomach hurt and they just <laughs> 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 and it's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, let me hurry up and get the hell out of it. And that's gonna be an issue for me because even oh. when I go out of town, and then one I can't you, use it when I go out of town. So oh, when I'm on a cruise, I, I can as long as I'm not like as long as it's not a whole lot of other people. I cannot. You know I can. That's why I bring my spray. Yes, obviously. I mean, I can too. I get it done. I, I mean, can. I'm gonna have to get it done. But I the cannot. thing is, I just don't need like don't sit next to me in the because if somebody come like when I'm if I'm at work and somebody comes and sits next to me like I automatically just stop like even if I just shit a little bit like I just stop my body be like why yes. the fuck I will sit there till that person gets done and leave it depends if they if they sit next to me number two then I just feel comfortable no if they sit I next I don't and I will I, I will I go ahead bro, I will get a flush toilet go I out and to. wait for their ass and to come leave. back, in. Come back I will too I will too I just can't I my can't. body don't operate like that it's like Nobody beside me, and I don't want nobody. To run. Right. I guess my body just don't let me do it when I'm out of town because my stomach be hurt so bad being on a trip. Really? Yes, that when we take this cruise, I'm gonna be so sick. You're gonna be stuck up. Mm-hmm. I, I have no issues. Girl, I mean, I'm gonna get it done. Hold on, now look, I go every day, so it's gonna get done. Hold on, and the good thing is if we in a room and everybody leave and go on whatever they do, and I can go back to the room by myself. And Girl, I feel like this conversation making my stomach hurt. <laughs> 
like I'm boo-boo. <laughs> Somebody in there, we got one upstairs that is just a single bathroom. Girl, I will go up to the single bathroom, close that door, lock that door, and do what I got to do. Because, honey, don't please don't come sit next to me. I hate that. Oh my god, I hate that. I'll be like, Are you serious? Right. I hate that just anywhere. Like, why? I I sent that message. Like, people don't know, like, they have boundary issues. Why do you go sit next to somebody in a 20 style bathroom and take a shit? Like, why would you do that? Like, I'm confused. Like, you needed a partner? Like, like, we're not going to talk about you know, why would... We're not sitting here having this conversation. You couldn't go to the one across. Anything. Anything? Like, you had to come sit right next to me and take a shit? Like, this is weird. And I just be sitting there like, are you serious? Right. And I'm just sitting there. And then sometimes they just sitting there, right? And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, we got to be playing the wait out game. Like, uh, I'm going to just come back. Here, let me, let me let get up. Let me come back. Flush, I'll come back. Yeah, it's already going to go to another bathroom. One of the right. I'll, like, go, I'll go find another bathroom. Girl, yes, because so. I'm like, let me. Obviously, this is not going to work. <laughs> girl, this is not going Excuse to work. Excuse us, you guys. We're talking about our bowels today. It is what it is, okay. though. Hey, we said we were all is. enticing a cut. So, um, I guess we got a couple conversations to have, some important conversations to have this week. Yes. So, um, first one being the whole abortion laws that are going spreading quickly like wildfire across the United States of America. And let's kind of what states or what states it is it's in um so currently Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Ohio, I think there is a couple more but I don't know them right now. So I'm going to google them cuz I feel like Dante had it on her phone but since she <laughs> has to... <laughs> she just had to excuse she herself. Has to excuse herself. <laughs> I did not look it up. Um, so everybody's trying to basically what it is is everybody abortion was legalized under Roe versus Wade and a lot of states are trying to overturn that law so we have Georgia, Ohio Kentucky, Mississippi Alabama um, those are it 
Um, it's pending in Oklahoma, though, and Texas. So, basically, it's basically making it a criminal act to have an abortion. What's your thoughts on that one? Girl, that is crazy. Because my thing is, it can be a lot of reasons why. And I understand the fact that, you know, probably, you know, you, of course, hopefully people protecting themselves. But what if something happens in that case? We protected ourselves, you know, had sex, still got pregnant. And, um, you know, we just not, I'm just not ready you know, you're not ready to be a mother at that point. What if you just didn't want to? Well, it's basically saying it's the heartbeat law. So basically if, or the heartbeat bill is what it is. So basically saying that the fetus, by the time it's it's con- going to be considered a human at six weeks exactly. of a fetus. It, um, so basically anything past that is criminal. But I didn't find out I was pregnant to six weeks of both of my kids. What about you? Um, I was well, no, with Legend, I was sooner. So, only because <clears throat> I'm so regular on my period and my period. I, like, completely miss my period. So, I was probably about three weeks, maybe four weeks when I found out with Legend. Okay. But with Anaya, I was, like, six weeks. Girl, yeah, was but six that was weeks. my first pregnancy. Like, I just didn't know. And I was, you know, you'd be like, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And it never came. So, that was my thing with Anaya. But with Legend, I was like, um... Uh, I had by then, I mean, you're talking the night was like 11. For 11 years, I didn't have a period every month. Like, I don't have irregular periods See, that come have, at the same time every month. I did too, but I think maybe I just didn't go, te- you know, you kind of, about that next week, you thinking it's going to come, and that next week, you just take a test. Right. So, that's six weeks right there. Right. My, my 28 days, I'm on a 28-day cycle. If it didn't come within that 30 days, I'm like, hmm. I'm like, well, give it to the next week. That next week, I was already six weeks, so it didn't matter. <laughs> right. So that's um, the other part about it. So if you're six weeks pregnant when you find out, like, that's shitty. Because most women don't find out till about four to six weeks. Exactly. And then you get into this point where you're six weeks pregnant, and you ain't even had time to tell him. Because that's the other part. You find out, you tell him, and then you want, then y'all try to make a decision as to what you're going to do. And most times, that take a couple of weeks, you know, y'all talking exactly. about, like, how this is going to look, what this is going to look like, whatever, whatever. And then you make a decision. Uh, most states have allowed you to do it up to 12 weeks. Uh, with the new bill? That's, no, the, the that old. Dante's back. I'm back. Now. Dante's back. <laughs> My stomach was hurting. <laughs> I'm serious. I was feeling fine. And then we start having this conversation. And I'm like, oh, damn. Welcome back, Dante. Welcome back, Dante. We read read the states and stuff for you because we. So basically, what we were saying is the new law says that at six weeks pregnant, basically, it's criminal to abort a baby after that. But Mika saying when she was six weeks pregnant is when she found that she was pregnant. So I'm saying the way that the process typically goes, you find out you're pregnant, and then you try to find a good time to tell him, which may be eight weeks ish. And then you kind of, y'all try to make a decision based upon that, like as to what you're going to do. You're keeping it, you're getting rid of it, what we're doing, you know, and then you kind of move forward. I said, but the OLA in Oklahoma is you could abort your baby up to 12 weeks. Right. And so the new law would basically give you six weeks and basically say at six weeks you you stuck. And you you pretty, I mean, you, and it's criminal. It's not even just the fact that it's criminal. They're giving women life. Exactly. In prison for aborting a baby. Which is crazy. It's a man that rapes a woman, who may rape a woman, ain't getting life in prison. So you can rape me. I get pregnant. 
And you do if that. I abort my baby, I get more time. And you get about eight years. Then you get as exactly. for raping me. And it's crazy. That's hella crazy. Like, what kind of shit is that? Like, I just... And then the well, other... I don't know. I guess I feel like some people abort because they don't have the finances to take care of a kid. And so it's like you're forcing them. I mean, basically, to me, it seems like the state is going to be out of more money because it's going to be more people on, you know, food stamps and, exactly. you know, assistance because they can't take care of kids. Okay, well, then I saw that there was another... Um, <clears throat> so this is a different angle. So I did also see where they were saying that there's three ways to make, continue to make whites a majority. So basically what they're saying is whites are becoming a minority. So in order to keep them from becoming a minority... What you do is you basically force white women to have babies because 60% of abortions by statistics are completed by white women. So they were saying that you could do what they do in other European countries and that is pay women to have babies. But if you pay women to have babies, you basically have to pay every race to have a baby. So, um, you know, do you really want to do that? Mm, whatever, whatever. And then there was one other way. I can't remember the other way. But the third way was basically by forcing women to continue to have babies. So basically banning abortion and forcing them to have the baby, which allows whites to be majorities. Also, with the new bill, um, fetuses are now considered humans. Do you really yes. think this bill is going to stay around because... I went, I've gone to an abortion clinic with somebody and it was a ton of young white girls in the abortion clinic. So I, I really, I mean, I don't know because what it looked like, say you're, you know, this wealthy white man and your 14 year old is pregnant. You're going to abort that baby because you don't want your family to look, to be looked down upon or whatever. I mean, what are, what are they going to do? So then this is the other part. You know that whites get under the table abortions as well. So, I don't think that it... I, what I think is going to happen is those that can still afford to abort and to duck their 14-year-old up under the table and get an abortion and nobody knows about it, nobody's a family secret, we never talk about it, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think those will probably continue. Okay, but if... But you don't criminalize. They... But you can't criminalize. But you got enough money that... You, it's the same thing. What happens okay, is... Okay, but what if you don't up, have a lot of money, but you still don't want your family looked at like that? But you're not... Most times, they're not going to do that. So you got... The wealthy continues to remain wealthy because of power. So if I have the power to abort my child's baby, we probably have the power to buy an attorney, whatever, whatever. But those who don't can't afford it, that's where it creates an issue. Because if I can't afford a baby... Or we can't afford kids and blah, 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 blah. That's where your issue comes in at. Um, you just, but who cares about those people? Because that's the other part is you forcing people to have babies that when they get here, they're decreasing the amount of assistance they're giving people at this point. So they're taking away food stamps, medical insurance. Um, my question is what you're going to do about birth control? Because if abortions is an issue, you know, birth control is free right now. Is that going to, are you going to reverse the whole but who is birth control on? free for though? For birth control is free if you have health insurance. Your birth control is free. Exactly. Health if you have, health but that's what I'm saying. But you know they're trying to. But it's under the so-called Obamacare. So they're trying to reverse that law as well and say that it's unconstitutional for Obamacare. So basically, they're gonna go trying to reverse that back. So if you don't, you can't afford health insurance and you can't afford birth control. 
which goes back to what it was. It was you can't afford an abortion, and you stuck with a baby exactly that you either didn't want or couldn't afford. Like what? So what are they? Up? What are they expecting people to do? Just if you can't take care of it, then adopt. Have uh, then, somebody then have somebody adopt your baby. That is definitely one of the things they're pushing now. Is then just adopt the baby after somebody else. I mean, I feel like we we're in, and I've said this on several occasions because I deal with it in watching people in my in my field of care. White people go to church, not necessarily. Say, I've never ran into a black couple that does it, but I'm just going to tell you white people. The ones that I've run into, have they have these churches that have told them basically their purpose is to come out and save all these little babies. So they go to these, they, they join these adoption groups or whatever, and as a church, they are adopting all these kids, and they feel like this is their purpose in life. So a lot of them, when we get the issue with it is, I get that this may be your purpose, but this is not what this is for. Like, this is not, we're, we're here to keep families together. And you constantly have to fight that battle to even get them to under, because they're, they're under the assumption, because I don't know what they're preaching or teaching in these, in these groups, but their purpose in life is to save these little babies and raise these little babies and give these little babies these little nice, lavish lives. But that's a good thing, though. It is. It, it, that, yeah. that part is a good thing. Your thing in our church, too. To but. an extent, I think it is. Because the other part about it is if you're a good parent who just had a bad day, then you're fighting against that purpose in life. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if all my, if, if really we just had whatever situation we had, I'm overcoming my situation. Now, if I don't have the money or the means to fight you, I'm fighting against your purpose, which you're willing to go no. and hire attorneys and some more no, shit. I'm talking about people who willingly give their babies up for adoption. Not people I mean, but if that's, yeah, if that's where you, if that's where you're going, and and yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you're willing, yeah, if you're willing to adopt, if you're willing to, to, to adopt kids, but what if you get to a point where you like adoption has to be hard you go through a whole pregnancy that's what i'm saying that's the part that i don't feel is right because you're taking away that woman's choice and exactly. you're making her carry this baby that she knows she can't take care of and you're forcing her to give the baby away yes because she she knows she can't take care of this kid right i mean and sometimes and the best decision may be for her to give it away because you don't want to just struggle and sometimes abortion is easier because it's you know it's you do it it's done. You don't have to sit and carry this baby. And then at the end, look at this baby that you just gave birth to and give it away. Or give the baby away one day in your life and look up and try to figure out. I mean, maybe 10 years down the road, you're in a better place. And you have this person who shows up at your front door asking why you gave him away. When you've recreated your life and maybe you got married and you got other kids. You got your picket fence and whatever. And then you got another estranged child out here. Who and hopefully what you did was you adopted them to a good family because what if they end up exactly. in the system somewhere? You thought you adopted them to somebody great and then they end up somewhere and so the life you thought that you was giving your baby it didn't happen. Didn't happen. So that would make me feel like shit if my baby came to my front door later and told me that they was living in a house where they was being raped every day by the old man. You know because my because it happens. because it happens yeah, and my I, intentions might have been to give you a better life but if you show back up in my front door some years later and tell me that wasn't what you got I might feel some kind of way about that because right. the other option would have been for me just to not just have to just not have you because I was just not in a space to have that and we talked about where people may self inflict you know what I'm saying where you basically may give yourself an abortion 
And if they find that out for some reason, they find out that you are doing that, you're still going to do time. 10 years. You can get up to 10 years. Exactly. And not only that, but then if someone, um, so say for instance, you're in Georgia, you leave the state of Georgia and go somewhere else to get an abortion. Um, you can get time in prison for that if they find out. Also, you can get time in prison for like the person that takes you. So say for instance, you go, you, somebody from Georgia comes to Oklahoma and gets an abortion it's my cousin or my niece or whatever they come to get that done then it's completely possible that i might have to um that i could have to that the person that's doing it can be an accessory accessory, to a crime and get time for in in jail for assisting you exactly which is crazy once again very crazy so i just i don't know i don't know about putting limits on a woman's body like that i just don't it's crazy because you read all of these memes, and one of the memes said if men could could give birth to children, it would be an abortion clinic in every Seven Eleven. Okay. Because men just wouldn't, you know, if you had to. If, but the thing is, you want to control what a woman's body does. I just feel like we're like, we've taken so many steps in women's rights, and like we're reversing that all the way around. And we took ten steps forward, only to take fifteen steps back, man. Like, what's going on? Like, I just, I don't, I don't. But then they were talking about, like, other things. Like, so if you have all these humans, you give fetuses human rights. If a mom's in prison, do you really have the right to leave the mama in prison? Because this baby didn't do anything. And this baby's a human. You're counting it as a, um, as a citizen. Because they're going to start counting fetuses as citizens. So if you're counting this fetus as a citizen, the mom's in prison, the baby's done nothing, do you release the mom? Like, what do you have to do in that place? Because now you're holding all these citizens in prison for a crime they didn't commit. So that becomes an issue as well. So a lot of it is they're they're trying to reverse Roe versus Ray. That's what the what it is. Um, so I I guess my thing is like hey we gotta i don't know like how do you fix that outside of protesting outside of i mean how can you fix that i mean i know that they're trying to sue they're doing a lot of like trying to take into court and suing and things like that to try to like um basically say it's unconstitutional but if they reverse the verdict on roe versus wade which gives the legal right to get an abortion then you don't have a legal standing on it And if anybody doesn't know what Roe versus Wade is, it is the um, adoption. Basically, it gives the right for a woman to have an adoption, uh, an abortion. Sorry, um, it was a 1973 Supreme Court decision to legalize a, um, abortion in all 50 states. So basically, what they're doing is trying to overturn that um, Supreme Court decision. They got boy, that law will change anything on you, no matter boy. We live in a world that the law will change anything on you. Um, they're also like talking about like um, imprisoning the doctors. So if a, a doctor performs an abortion, I mean they just gonna pretty much make it damn near impossible. So exactly. me as your friend, I can't take you because I'm may go to jail. Um, you if you terminate your own baby, you still may get time in jail because it was like a medication or something that women can take that would cause you to abort when they in that side no it's it's it? like a no it's actual it's an actual like it's like a some kind of i don't remember the name i read of it because it was in there it was uh 
They said you could just, it basically, it was a for abortion, but it was something simple to get over the counter. Yeah, it's something you can get over the counter. That's real simple that you can take that you shouldn't take because it, like, it has a, you have a high risk of aborting your baby. I thought it was absent. It was something, though. But you can basically take that medication, and if they find out that you did, then you can serve time for that. Exactly. Like, but if I, so if I abort my own baby, I can, but that's the other issue is they were having, like, abortions are less, like, deadly because women end up dying trying to abort babies and trying not to have babies. And so it was safer to have the law in place so that you could monitor a woman if she does have decide to have an abortion or that somebody professional could do it for her so that she doesn't hurt, hurt or harm herself. And I think that's the thing, like, with this new bill is they're going to run the risk of a lot of women trying to harm them. I mean, not trying to harm themselves, but actually harming or killing themselves because they're going to be taking probably bleach and exactly. all type of stuff. And then what about, what if they don't, what if they take all this stuff and they're not able to abort the baby, but they're still forced to have it? And then you, you're dealing with a baby with possible birth defects. Well, you know, that's another reason why people, why women have abortions too, because you do know you can have a legal abortion if you like, you know, you go, they go and do all that testing and you can find it. Like if you have your baby has some kind of deformity or some kind of something like you can abort your baby before you bring that baby into the world. You know, say so, for instance, you're not in a space where you can take care of a medically fragile baby. So, okay, so is that option going away as well because yep. it has a heartbeat? Yep, all of it. They're basically saying that um, even incest and rape, they're they're making they're not even making exclusions for some of Are that. Are you serious? Dead ass. Some of the bills basically were just were not making exclusions. So, for so what are the um, what's exempt? Okay. Um, the ban makes abortion illegal in virtually all cases, including um, cases of rape and incest. And doctors who perform, this was the one in Alabama, it's the most restrictive abortion law in the country. Um, um, doctors who perform abortions could face life in prison. Um, Georgia, Ohio, Kentucky, and Mississippi proposed a so-called um, heartbeat bills um, this year and successfully got them signed into law. These bills generally ban abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected, which can be as early as six weeks into a pregnancy. Um, Alabama's takes effect in November. Georgia's takes effect January 1 of next year. It's unclear if those laws will go into effect because they are likely to face numerous legal challenges. The Kentucky bill has already blocked by a federal judge and the Ohio and Mississippi bans, both set to take effect this summer, um, are being challenged in court. Um, Missouri lawmakers have passed another restrictive abortion bill, moving it a uh, moving as a step closer to becoming the um, latest state to ban abortion from after a heartbeat is detected. Um, there's a growing list of states seeking to lim- limit abortion rights, but at least eleven of them have proposed litiga- um, legislation that specifically mentions heartbeat detection. Some of the proposed bills in Florida, Louisiana, Illinois, New York, South Carolina, Tennessee, and West Virginia are still making their way through the legislative process, while others like the ones in Texas, Maryland, and Minnesota failed to gain traction. That's crazy. Um, I'm glad I can't even have kids no more. Not saying that I would go yeah. through that, but just the fact that even if I wanted to, I couldn't. I don't even have that right. I mean, being in Oklahoma, I have it, but what if I lived in one of those states? I mean, but I feel like Oklahoma is not far behind. No, it's not. I mean, I told you, I looked when I looked on the website, it said that it was pending. 
I mean, the thing for, like I said, for me, I feel like it doesn't matter what the fuck I decide to have an abortion for. That's my choice. And it's my body. And when this baby gets here, I have to take care of that baby. I can't drop. I mean, and I feel like at some point, and maybe this will be something for them motherfucking legislature. Start dropping them goddamn babies off at their front door. You wanted this. You felt like I need to have this baby. So then you hear you take the motherfucking baby. I feel like when you get to that level of just being like, well, you just going to force a woman because childbirth in and of itself creates issues within a woman. You can have postpartum. You looking at your body. Your body ain't the same. It's just so much that goes into just having a whole baby. So what are the statistics as far as abortions? How many per year? Did it talk about that? No, I don't say that in this one. I'm just I'm curious. It's probably pretty high. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just. I just want to know, like, how many more kids are going to be born per year? Per year now? Yeah. Probably double <laughs> if they're born. But you got a lot of that whole. You know, they had to put like stuff in place so that we didn't have people like just. You know, they have like the where you can drop your baby off at the um, fire department. Fire department. Mm-hmm. Annual abortion statistics, um, based on the latest state level data, approximately eight. 879,000 abortions took place in the United States in 2017. Wow, that's a lot. Hell yeah, that's a that's lot. That's almost a million abortions. That is crazy. That's crazy. And they say, like I said, whites are 60%. White women are um, 60%. So, okay, so with pregnancy tests, because I haven't taken a pregnancy test in forever, do you have to miss your period before you take the pregnancy test? Or do they how many have they advanced technology now to where you can take it? Yeah, I don't know. They now. have advanced it. So when um they do allow you to take it within so many weeks now. Like, you know, like you used to be you used to have to be like wait for your a month or wait for you to miss your period. You can literally wait like two weeks now, I think. And but what would make it. you even think? I guess just because of that. I mean, I mean what if they're had- trying? Like you got, you know, you got families and parents, like people now, who I can are understand trying. them, you know, taking. But what if you ain't necessarily trying? What would make you want to take a? Pregnancy I mean, if you test? just if you say you had sex with a person and a condom broke, and yeah, I can understand in two that. weeks, or yeah. you had sex and you just so happen to be get hot and bothered, see me or whatever, and y'all didn't use a condom. Well, so situations well, like that, I can see. Yeah, people better. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna recommend that people, uh, if you gonna get hot bothered and whatever, you better. <laughs> For sure, put that condom on and then or have the plan B after or something because I but I, think, my question is are they going to even keep the whole plan B? Oh, well, sure. no heartbeat, so I don't plan B. Why not? Yeah, because, because you, you take it within 72 hours, right? Yeah, so it's nothing there, and it's possibly. not really the abortion exactly. pill, right? So, yeah, I don't think I think the plan B, but maybe they're doing that too. I mean. Whoever's making the plan B, their sales are gonna go up. They're gonna make a whole lot more money. And condom sales are probably gonna increase. Hopefully it would. No, I think so. Because you ain't trying to get her pregnant. You know, she gonna and hopefully she ain't trying. I bet a lot of women start maybe STDs and all that'll go down. Hopefully. uh, Maybe maybe. But that doesn't mean I mean, I don't think people okay, so this is the other part. Babies are an afterthought. I don't think that people get into the hot and steamy, bothered space and we just have sex. Because some stuff just happens. you just in the space together. we just messing around. We just have sex. And I mean, because I've had stories where, you know, they like, well, I didn't even come. 
you do a DNA test and the baby is that person's like, I don't know what well, your pre-cum was pretty strong, bro. <laughs> like, but I think people will be a little bit more aware because I, I think I really do because I think like now if you just happen to have sex, oh, we can just go get an abortion. We can abort the baby. But now that option is being taken people away. People worse. Well, let people, me explain something to so. you. Pe- poor people don't necessarily have abortions like y'all think they do. That's why there's 60% white women yeah because most poor people don't have four or five hundred dollars to go to go and have an abortion so to say that that's going to make raise awareness we already have an extreme abundance within some people it will raise awareness it will only raise awareness in what white america well that's we can't say just white america though well i'm saying to you that at this point we got an abundance of poverty because i got some families that got 10 and 11 and 12 kids honey they ain't stopping to think about no condom or no nothing honey poverty but, does listen, not think about this bill is not gonna affect them they're still having them they're not trying to we're not trying to get rid of them i don't yeah i like yeah. like you said i don't think it'll really affect anybody but we're talking poverty. about the people that are having them that but if you are in poverty say for instance but see this is the other part you have a 17 year old son like we're not impoverished we don't really end by income wise make it to like middle class if you because middle class is like three um six digit six figure families whatever we're like that working poor whatever they call it so whatever but if your baby gets a girl pregnant you're gonna do everything you can as a parent to try to protect your child and your child's future meaning if that means that i'm giving you half on this abortion that's what we're doing because my baby's not having a baby and they're taking that option away from us so meaning that whereas your baby you say yeah maybe they'll be more aware but Teenagers are teenagers. Mm-mm. I'm gonna tell my son if you think you may have accidentally slipped up, take a pregnancy test over there. Well, no, they know that's ain't no pregnancy. Test. <laughs> I need you to. No, I'm. I'm I like, I'm stop. not talking about same day. I'm talking about no. two or three weeks later. If yes. you if you think there's a possibility, go on yeah. and take one. For real. Because I don't want to wait until she misses her period and she's scared to tell you. And then it's too late. Too late. But what if she just okay? So, but what if it's one of them? He just slid through. We was just drunk. We just slid on through, and I ain't seen her again. She showed back up at my front door six to eight weeks later because that happens too. I don't really know how to get in contact you with just her. Shut them up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, ain't much you can do about that. But that's right. what I'm saying. That's Love where it here. becomes that. That's be, that's where it becomes an issue for us. Not necessarily right because people in poverty, they just gonna continue to have babies. That's what I mean. A lot of times, that's what the hell is happening. They can't afford a four hundred, five hundred dollar abortion. But whereas me as a parent who busts my ass, works hard, should I put up some money for an abortion to make sure that my kids are okay so we don't fuck up their future? You know what I'm saying? So if somebody shows up at my front door, now I got to try to hope that now this is, I'm going to be, again, like I've said on several occasions, now I got to be the parent to say, if you slip up, you need to show up with a plan B to tomorrow. And we only need to, you need to keep her there. Hold on, make sure she take it and keep her there all day until she take the second. So I'm wondering, because you said, like, if you, okay, so if you live in a state, reside in a state where it's illegal, and you drive to a state where it is legal, it, I wonder if the doctor is required to report that because I'm pretty sure you have to give them your ID, ID. and information. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, if they see if you have a, a Georgia. A driver's license if they're required to report that i doubt that a, a, but if the if in georgia it's illegal for the doctor and the doctor can start time i doubt that he's going to report that does that make sense because that no, means i'm saying if, if she no. drove up she crossed state lines say yeah, she drove say, into florida, florida right. it's legal in florida illegal in georgia 
is the doctor in Florida required to report her? But He's if not I was a doctor, but she showed up. Yeah. If, if if I'm a doctor, probably I'm gonna probably take that money because if I'm an abortion doctor, I recognize the legal right to it. I'm probably gonna do it, and I'm probably not, not gonna report. That. Not if if I can serve time, I'm not. Mm, but I'm probably gonna do it because. But I'm you probably, just said he could possibly serve time, he right? He could, but I, why would I report it? So then why if would I he? Did why it? would he risk that for four hundred? But a lot of them have been risking it. So when you got protesters sitting out front outside your front door every day, and you got to work and to work like that, a lot of them aren't like this. Ain't a peaceful. This ain't a peaceful career. I'm doing this well, for the rights of protesters women. Protesters are different than the law, though. Mm. If it's, if I can, if it's gonna cause me because I'm doing this abortion, I'm trying to make this little bit of money or whatever, then. I could possibly go to prison and lose everything. Why would I run the risk of doing that? That's just going to do the same thing they've been doing now, right. which is go around the system, even like having a certain... But some of them... That's why I said yeah. I wonder if they're required to report it. But you may be required. required to report That's it. That's if they're required. You may be required even, to, but I doubt that they're going to. A lot of I'm just saying to. that, you know, doctors, you know how they mm-hmm. kind of do... Because what if you're a doctor who's in Georgia, who moves to Florida to practice simply because they banned it in Georgia? So then you move to Florida to, per, to perform it. But why would you not? Because if you truly believe in women's right to choose, because if you're a doctor who's doing abortions, I'm sure you are you would believe in a woman's right to choose. If I was a doctor and I knew I could well, go well, you, you follow every damn rule and law. No, I'm, I don't. I wouldn't, <laughs> baby. I wouldn't report shit. I mean, who, I do follow do a lot of rules. But I'm just saying I'm not going to I'm not gonna chance that. I mean, I'm just saying that's me. And I but think you probably wouldn't be a doctor who performs abortions. I wouldn't. Not at all. <laughs> but I'm but I wouldn't. Yeah, but I, I mean, wouldn't risk my practice in my in my license. But you know, every woman has illegal. a choice if they're gonna get it or not. So I mean, and they if do. you're a doctor who believes yeah. that, who truly believes that the women that are coming here are, are are this is their constitutional right to choose, I would probably be a doctor that if if I believe that this was your constitutional right to to do this, exactly. I wouldn't report it. I'm not reporting this shit. I'm not going to turn you around and send you out the door. If you're a 12-year-old who shows up at my front door, I'm going to probably perform it and go on. And I'm not reporting it. Now, if somebody reports on me... That's what I'm saying. That's that might be, be another thing. But in general, because what if I'm required to report it and then somebody turn around and turn me in and I lost my practice and everything else? But I think sometimes it, it doing what's right sometimes requires us to do was not necessarily legally right depending on who you are some people mm-hmm. i mean some people are gonna <laughs> will, will believe in it i mean i just would because no, if a 12 year old shows up at my front door and they like i mean shit a 12 year old because some of them just seen 12 and 13 and i know year okay. olds coming in that door like if you what do you what do you do in, a 12 year old whose uncle raped her that's why I asked what were the exceptions exactly. to that. There are. I and mean, in, in, in Alabama, they're saying yeah. there's, 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 there's most restrictive. So, you even incest and rape, you still, at six weeks, so you're forcing. That's why I, I said. I why you would be forced to have a kid and you've been raped. Like, by your uncle. By anybody. By exactly. anybody. Why are you forcing? If you're, if you're raped, that, that should be an exception to all of this. And if obviously, been, it's not because it's saying it's not. It's That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so who, I mean, I get that. I think because from what, when I was talking to Dominique, she said everybody's mad at all these white men because, you know, they shared the post of all these legislators and all that stuff and it was nothing but white men. But she said a, a woman actually wrote, wrote it and actually passed the bill. Not it the is like, a, like a, a white lady that's a head, like the, the head of it. So my question is, um, 
So did the people not vote on this? Mm-mm. It's just only been in legislation. And it passed. Mm-hmm. So the people of Georgia and of these states did not have any say-so in these bills. That so maybe that's why it's going to court and... That's why they're saying it's legally yeah, against the law. Like, you can't exactly. force us to continue. But none of the, in the states that they've legalized, but basically what they're saying is they're overturning the, the Roe versus Wade decision. So basically states are saying that we don't have to follow that. Because when you go to the Supreme Court, it becomes a federal law. But state, each state by themselves can make their own and create right. their own yeah. laws. Right. So basically each state is saying that I'm not going to follow this federal law. Under, I'm not going to, you know, right. per state, I'm going to do something different. Hmm. So, yeah. Glad my tubes is tired, Jesus. Mine too. Well, mine but, I tired, but, but, I I have, but my thing is, I don't, I don't believe in abortions anyway. But that's the thing. But I think, like, for me, you know what I'm saying? But I can't say the woman down the street that got raped or the woman that felt like, you know, at this point in time in her life that this baby or the woman that's, you know, medically you know, really can't got pregnant and really can't have kids and need to abort this baby. I don't think you should be able to take that choice away. Yeah, I just feel like, I mean, it's a woman's body. And, and I feel she like should she, have a choice. She should have a choice on what yes. she chooses to do with it. I have been I feel in... Like- our rights are being stripped away. Right. They are. It's like, like I told, like when Mika said, it's like you take 10 steps forward and like 15 years worth of steps back. Like, Like you taking Everything that we didn't fought for and women and got, you know, rights for, they just took it right back like, boom, you know, and all of a sudden, I mean, that's just crazy to me. So, yeah. So basically, yeah, it is a woman who's basically, because the, the governor of Alabama is a woman. Okay, but you do you know that they have like these dumbass thought processes and like I said, people go to and take these take their religion and utilize in their religion what they want. That's just cherry picking, and I think that that's why for me it's become so hard to believe in like religious practices in some places because I feel like people cherry pick and decide and pick what they want to follow and who they want to be, and you're not really truly being a Christian. In spaces where you really truly need to be a Christian in, you choose, you pick and choose where you're going to be a Christian. You know, I'm going to be a Christian when it comes to this baby's heartbeat because this is a baby and we're going to da-da-da-da. But then let the baby get here and be living in a box with their mama on the side of the road and you have a harsh, you you harsh about that situation. You know, you you hard about dealing with kids that, the kids that are here, we don't have programs and enough programs in place to take care of the damn kids that's living in here. You know, so where did you, you, so you got this big heartfelt pour, heart, you pouring out all your heart on all these fetuses that aren't here, you know, don't kill them, don't kill them, don't kill them, but then you get a baby here and you don't give two shits about whether or not the baby died, what, you know, you got all these kids that you keeping at the border and you separated them for their family, where's your heart then? Like, I just, I think for me, that's why I struggle with this whole thing, like, you can you cherry pick what you can and your religion backs all this shit all your shitty ass decisions but then when it comes to other things well that's just not my you know I, that's not my um my area or you know that's not my concern they well, cherry it should, because right. it's whatever is beneficial to them exactly right. and like you said if if they're really feeling like um the whites are becoming a minority you know make forcing people to have babies is beneficial to them yeah exactly and to their race yeah I mean, if you can't afford to take care of it, then just put it up for adoption. We'll find somebody that can, and hopefully, you know, they give them a better, better life. Okay. <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully. Anyway, but 
So the other topic that was hot this week was the whole Aisha Curry that people continue to keep talking about. They're still talking about it? Oh, I'm glad like, it slowed down. I'm glad it slowed down, too. So what are y'all's thoughts about it? So you're going to talk about it? Like kind of what happened? Right. So basically, Aisha Curry was on Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett her family um so basically more like Steph's family I think it exactly. was just like her mother-in-law mom. his uh-huh. sister um his brother's wife and you know they were all kind of at the red table talk with um Jada Pinkett and Jada Pinkett asked a question basically about groupies and how they felt about groupies and in that conversation um Aisha basically said that she wished she had groupies male groupies um, and that she wished she was getting attention from other men. Um, and so, of course, we have the internet <laughs> who loves to troll people and took her words and just went with it. Fire, lit a fire. And, and I, I, I don't know. My thing was I didn't take it where it was like, oh, she's looking for attention. Oh, Aisha, calm down. You got somebody. You got, you know what I'm saying here? Because my thing is, nigga, I've been married for, uh, I've been with my husband 12 years. And I promise you, I still won't, not saying that I need it for some, some type of affirmation or something, but it feel good when I walk into the store and they're like, hey, beautiful, good morning, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's not that I'm looking for it, but it de- definitely doesn't, you know, make me feel, it makes me, you know, when you don't get nobody saying anything, it makes you think about it. So I mean, like, I think it's normal, and I think that, you know, she probably been married, been with him exactly. for a long time. She didn't probably have some, I mean, she have had some kids. She has. She didn't gain weight. She don't, probably don't feel the way she used to, and then we don't know what type of attention and affection he's giving her, you know? So, what if she's not getting that at home? What if he's not telling her that she's beautiful because he's so used to looking at her every day? And then, my husband ain't telling me, my husband ain't really being, you know, everything that I need him to be affectionate and attention-wise. And then I'm going out in these streets and I'm not getting any attention from nobody. So, it, I mean, it does. I think that it messes with your self-esteem. You start to wonder if you're beautiful. And I think that's that's her problem. I mean, I think it's totally normal. It is Her normal. comment was totally. totally normal. But I don't like the way people jumped on her. Like, well, you, you, your husband is Steph Curry. You need to portray well, me men. I mean, you know, just making exactly. comments like that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, she's human and she has emotions. And she's a... She's a woman. So my th- my take on it is this: one, somebody else was like, if a man said it, how would women feel? And I and I get that. A man can't really stand up and say, I wish I had women woman's attention. A woman was paying attention to me because they made it like this. So basically, if a man did that, when he go home and get dressed. Every time he get dressed up or something, she gonna be like, "So who you going? To, I mean, what you going to look out for? Who you who you going to get dressed yeah. for? Well, I mean, you trying to get dressed for this bitch's attention out here? I get it. It's a double standard, but there's a lot of double standards that women don't get, and a lot of passes that women don't get that men get. I get that part, so I completely one hundred percent understand the double standard. My biggest thing is this: I feel like what happens as people in relationships is we take someone else's insecurity. We take our own insecurity with what their insecurity is. Because a lot of times, the idea is, my insecurity is that you want attention from somebody else. And that you may take attention from somebody else that may take you from me. And then, I can't, so then I can't even allow you to have your own insecurity. Where insecurity should be separate. So then maybe that's where we need to start having a talk. Because I think what ended up happening is maybe that Jada Pinkett's question struck a nerve. Because if your husband is Steph Curry... And in that talk, she talked about how, like, he's so nice that he won't, like, 
tell women to back up or like sometimes she's had to be more assertive and just kind of assert herself into the space yeah. and be like uh excuse me hi yes. i'm here like move around she said he won't introduce her to things i think sometimes and it's just may even just be the space where she at she might have gotten in her feelings at that moment and was just basically like i want sometimes i want him to feel like i feel probably you know he's steph curry He's an all-star player. He gets all this attention. He get all these groupies. And sometimes I have to insert myself in spaces that I don't feel like I should have to insert myself in because she basically said that. Like, sometimes I have to tell women, you know, get on, back up. This is my husband. I have, hi, I'm here because he doesn't really, he doesn't have that personality. Exactly. And he's all nice and sweet to everybody. And so maybe I feel like... I'm your wife. I done had these three kids. I done probably lost a little bit. But sometimes I feel like maybe I want him to feel what it feel like to have people just walk up on and me. And she just don't want to be Steph Curry's fucking wife. She, right. She want to be Aisha Curry. She got shit out there going for herself too. Right. You know, who the fuck want to be, who wants to be, well, you know, that's Steph Curry's. Like, motherfucker, <laughs> I got a name. Like, right. who wants to be introduced like Which that? Which is why right. I think she is making a name for herself. Yeah, she's making a name for herself. Because and I think she wants to separate that. He shouldn't even have to ever even put her in a position anyway. My thing is, even being married, I promise to God, even being married, it used to be a t-shirt say if, uh, if you speak, to, what is it? It used to be something like if, uh, you say hi to my husband or basically they need to say hi to you too you know what i'm saying it was just like i can't imagine my husband standing right here i'm standing right beside you and i feel like well hello um right Shemika, brian right. hello you know i don't feel like i should ever have to do that and he knows that i should never have to do that it better not be a way that if we you sit up here and have a conversation more than about two minutes that you shouldn't have took time out and said who the fuck i am Right. Like, she shouldn't have never been put in that position by far. Like, if I got to introduce myself, then we're going to have a conversation once we get home. But how many times have we seen her on TV? Because we've seen her insert, us, insert herself on spaces See, from I'm time happy. to time. Oh, honey, she has. But she's got that personality, which, which, like I said, it may just be as simple as Jada Pinkett's question struck a nerve. Like, I get tired exactly. of dealing with these different women who just walk up on my husband. And sometimes I may need, I just want him to know what it feel like. And just like what she said on her, she said after they had their baby, girl, a woman opened the car door, looked in the car at her baby, and she was like, whoa. And the woman said, you know what you signed up for? Bitch, what did I sign up for? I met this man <laughs> in high school that I fell in love with. He ended up being an NBA player. We had kids. Bitch, who signed up for what? I'm going to need you to back your head up. Are you serious? Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, so I she's think the one she's got... Up. I mean, so people... And people will run over boundaries. And women, groupies, will run over a boundary. Yes. Quick like, as stay fuck. in your lane. You know? Oh, yeah, they don't care. And they so, don't care about you. But that's not what I signed up for. Nigga, right. I signed up to be... Love the you know <laughs> I signed this marriage certificate because I loved him with all my heart. Right. That's not what I signed up for. Bitch. Right. Yeah. And so I think that sometimes we just go in those spaces and like I said, if she anything like me, from time to time I'm gonna be the woman that's gonna be like every now and then I just want you to know what it feel like because I feel like you don't know what it feel like for somebody to just I want you to see what it feel like. For you to have somebody that just walks in and we just standing here and some woman just walk up or some man just walk up on me. Exactly. And now you and you know he's a you know he's attracted to you. Yes, girl, that no. 
I just don't think think it's right. You know, I don't think I think that people, women in general, you know, just need to think about what that what it makes another woman feel. But they don't care though. They just they, trying to, they just he he's the target. And they just trying to get to him. They don't care about Steph Curry. They care about Steph Curry's money and who he is. That's true. But him as a person, they can give two shits. And or his family. They don't care about his wife. They don't care. They don't. So what's she standing here? And the thing is, she human. What she said is what a lot of women probably didn't say it. Today, homegirl's on the phone, but because she got on there and said it with Jada Pinkett, everybody feels some type of way about it, that she's seeking for this attention. No, a lot of them women is saying it. These superstars are saying it. They might just be saying it with their homegirls, but they saying it. But then also, Jada Pinkett said, I used to feel like that. She was like, when I was younger, when I was younger, I felt the same exact way. Like, I wish men saw me. And when she said it, the whole table basically said, you, there are men that are paying attention to you. You just don't notice it. Exactly. You just don't see it because you have a one-way track mind. You see your husband, your family. And a lot of times, I think the other side of that is, as a woman, you kind of lose yourself under a man because you are the you you are the homekeeper you're taking care of your kids you got a business you take care of your business and so you're you you don't you get this one track mom because your mission is your family that's your number one mission everything that i'm doing i'm doing for the purpose of my family and so it does suck sometimes because you feel like you lose who you are like who was i originally before i walked into this relationship now i have this relationship with this man who overshadows everything i do I mean, and she didn't sign up for that. I mean, you really don't sign. I mean, and even if you do sign up for it, it's not you're not mentally prepared to deal with all of that. I mean, because still at the end of the day, you're still human. And no, I didn't sign up for you to be walking up, looking in my car, talking about you signed up for this. They don't give you the right just because, you know, we're yes. in the spotlight. They don't give you the right to come opening up my car door. Yeah. Or they don't give you the right to run up on my husband or be rubbing up on my husband because he's a celebrity. You know, you don't have rights. Right, not in this space. You don't get you don't get that right. So women, these groupies out here, they need to lose their mindset. Like, I mean, so what? So people need to lose their mindset just listening to that whole statement overall. Because a lot of women didn't feel like that and just maybe not voiced it. And that's what I said. And she's in a platform where you can also stop and be like, well, if Aisha Curry feels like that, then me feeling like that is normal. That's why when you asked the question, I said, I don't blame her. I mean, I totally understand. Yes. Because, I mean, even though, you know, you have this husband, you still want to feel wanted. It's not that you want to, you know, have sex or be with any of these men. You just want to still feel like And I think it was a lot more men that had a lot to say on, like, social media. That's why I said people insecure. The majority of people that I've seen it was men. You know, women understood. Shit, women definitely understood more than their men was understanding. You yeah. know, these men was like, who won't they wife to be out here wanting attention from some other man? And Because men okay. take it, a, a, again, like I said, I think the issue that we have with men, because I had somebody who was like, um, my, um, you, what did he say? Um, attention-seeking women. But my biggest issue with that is, don't please don't take one sentence that I say out of my mouth and make that a characteristic or character trait for me because you don't. She's not out here posting her ass on Instagram. Exactly. She's not out here doing anything inappropriate. She does not. She's actually a damn good woman for her husband. She puts on a great face for what her husband is. She is a great representation of her family. Don't please don't take one sentence and make it a whole character trait. You know what I've heard me say though about her is that she's pretty but she doesn't have any sex appeal yeah but why not though but that's what i heard but well right after they said it did you see the uh little video where she in the audience 
And uh, they was the first game. What was it? The I think it was round one of the game. She's in the audience and she goes to jump up and stand up. She got like a little jacket on and she got shorts. And they got they like some little coochie ride. They like you know the little coochie shorts, girl. So when she stands up, she has to pull them down because it goes up in. And they say, there go Aisha. Aisha needs attention again. Hold on. So one, so one of the memes I've seen, I'm, I'm sorry, I know this takeaway, but one of the memes I've seen, she was like dancing, they was dancing together, and neither, both of them was hella off. At a club. At the club. <laughs> and the dancing the was so horrible. And they was like, see, this is why Aisha needs some attention. <laughs> Girl, yes. I see. Because that's, I, I seen them, I didn't see the meme, but I said they, when they was dancing at a club, that was probably actually. The video came out probably a couple about a couple months ago or something. Girl, yeah. I think it was her, his birthday, her somebody's something. And they so like, this is why Aisha needs yeah. some attention. But my thing is, like I said, all women are like that. That's every woman has felt that in her space of being with her a man. If you walk out of here, I don't give a damn what nobody say. If you walk out your house too many times, go to a grocery store, you a gas station, or, and somebody don't say, "Hey, beautiful," hey, you gonna think, "Well, damn, did and I lose it?" You single, right? Or especially and, and you like to get dressed, <laughs> yeah. and you you wanted her something, cause yeah, cause I ain't gonna lie, like y'all know these these gray hairs around my edges. I have I don't know, they just do something to me. And every now, you know, I let them come in sometime, but it do make me feel good, like when a young guy actually approached me and tried to talk to me, because I feel like they make me look old. I feel like I look old, and then for like a young dude to come talk to me, it, it actually makes me feel good. Girl. So I think it's the same thing with her. It's just flattering. It is. It is. And yeah, men I mean, hate to hear that. Yeah. Men hate to hear that women want attention outside of her man. Oh, that must mean you attention seeking and that's yeah. a dangerous area to be in. And no, because that don't mean that I'm paying okay. half the folks that, that pay me attention, any kind of attention. But I might also just like the idea of knowing. Because as my man, it's your job to tell me I'm pretty. You better tell me I'm pretty even when I'm ugly. Even when my breath stink and my hair all over my head that's your job but when I go outside of your home and somebody else gives me a compliment they're not obligated to give me that compliment so it makes me feel like I'm actually yeah this I, 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 I yeah. must look good today right. especially if it's on one of them bad days and you know you just got up and made it red and crestless I just got up threw on some jogging pants and a t-shirt and be like oh, do I want to put on a bra well I guess I will <laughs> throw on a bra and you know that you just all I might have did was probably slick my hair back in the ponytail and might not get slick back at all. I'm just gonna run up and get a few things. And then somebody say, Hey, beautiful. You talking about me? 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 All right. Thank right. You. Thank you. you. Know Thank That's you. all that matters. Hold on. I didn't have random, random old white women. So you look really pretty. And sometimes that's just, you know, it's flattering. It. Thank you. It is. You know, you're really beautiful. Thank you. It don't have to be a man. You know, just the fact that just somebody else right, saying yes. you look really pretty, you're beautiful. It's that that's important. And people think, well, it's not coming from not it's like your mama. Your husband eventually comes like your mama telling you you're pretty every day. Exactly. <laughs> right. That is so true. true. So so true. Because you know, if your mama tell you, you just be like, oh, thank you, mama. You know, it feel like one of them obligations. You know, where you feel obligated, your mama have to tell you, right? right. You know, because my mama gonna juice me up every time I go, y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my yeah. mama, my biggest fan. I'm she you, is. I mean, walk this over thinking I'm girl. I be like, mama, hi, look, girl, you look good. Go on over there, so I can take you. You look good. <laughs> that's my daughter. That's she my did, daughter. And she posted it on Facebook. It's <laughs> my daughter. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Your husband becomes okay. that cheerleader, like your mama. Yes. Like you expect him to come out and tell you. You're pretty. 
So like it's the I mean it's the same with your homegirls. You know, you look back at pictures and be like, bitch, I knew I looked a hot ass mess that day. And why didn't it tell me? But your friends is gonna hype you. They gonna give you that hype. But same with your nah, husband. If you looking a mess, she need to be honest. Yeah. I'm telling all of you. I'm telling all of you. Be honest. Like look like that day I had her Dante, you going that comfortable? <laughs> Dante was comfortable that day. Like Dante is you you going that comfortable. Hold on, then I walked in the door and Mika said yeah, Dante, you should change. <laughs> <laughs> Dante was comfortable. Yeah, shit. I don't think you want to wear that. You was cute, but you was comfortable. Thank you, girl. Yeah, you was cute, though. But yeah, messed yeah, me all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> she changed it up on us, though. She got cute. But I think what head. ended up happening is we started seeing men's insecurities. And men want to feel like they're good enough. They're the only people in the world. But this is the other part. People were like, well, she needs validation from the world. Her husband gets validation from the world. Her husband is one of the top players in the United States. He got groupies from groupies upon groupies. I mean, so he getting all of this validation from around the United States. I don't care where Steph Curry go. If Steph Curry walk into a building, people cheering him on. And I said that would be like if he was playing a, a trash player tra- playing on a trash team. At some point, he's going to be looking for some level of validation. That's what I was saying. And men, men can tell me, you in some relationship, you've been with some woman 10 years, and that woman then kind of slacked up off of just saying, waking up saying, damn, you, you know, or you look handsome today, or your, your haircut is nice, your wife didn't stop, or your woman didn't stop telling you that. And you can't tell me you go to the store or something, a bar or anything, and some woman give you a nice compliment, like, like you know, you look nice. Don't tell, don't tell me that ain't going to really, like, boost his ego. Like, damn, well, hmm. It will. And it will. Men look for that same type of I mean, we're human. We all we all are human. So, in some form of fashion. Right. One of my coworkers, this is funny, one of my coworkers, when I was at that party uh, the other day, basically walked up to me and was like, so you trash. And I was like, wait, what? He was like, you trash. And I said, well, what are you talking about? He didn't been drinking. So it's funny because I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, when I was all fat and stuff, you basically pointed that out to me. But now that I lost all this weight and you ain't even said nothing. He fully married with two babies. And he I mean, and he that. needed to hear that. And clearly needed to hear it from me because in his space, he felt like, well, you didn't have no problem telling me I gained exactly. the weight, so you shouldn't have no problem telling and me I you see it. Yeah. You know, so I hate when men act like they don't need validation or when some woman needs validation is too much or she attention-seeking or this, that, and the other. Like, that to me is trash. I feel like y'all just all in y'all's own little insecurities. And how are we supposed to, as a relationship, function in this? Sit down. Maybe and if it bothers Steph when she said it, then that was a conversation between her and Steph that they needed to have. Baby, why do you feel like you need that? Exactly. And maybe they did. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had that conversation. You know, yeah. Maybe you know you why, but see, somebody was like, I would be like, what the fuck? I said no, but that's that's the problem. I said, does everybody want to fight and argue and you stupid for going on? I said, but the but really in real life, the only reason you mad is because it struck a nerve in you because it it then pinpoints one of your insecurities, which is. Oh well, if a woman wants wants attention from another man, then that must mean she trying to she may pay attention to some of that attention or whatever. Versus saying, "Baby, I I see you didn't have our babies. She didn't been pregnant three years in a row because <laughs> they them kids is like stair steps." Oh okay. 
She ain't getting no like. She ain't out here getting lipo, suctioning it up. She ain't reconforming her body. None of that shit. She ain't doing that. So then she told on she like us. <laughs> she did. She was like she like us. She like us. So when you know you look down at your stomach and some of that shit, you like this shit ain't gonna tuck. I done been in the okay. gym about it. I done been at the gym every week. You and eat shit. right. You doing everything right. <laughs> and that gym stomach won't go nowhere. Yeah, ain't going nowhere. You like, shit. Cause after even after having a baby, shit. Sometimes you need them affirmations. You know, having a baby hard on your body. It Shit. is hard. Men ain't been pregnant to having them holding them babies for 40 weeks. So I don't give a damn. Sometime after, if you didn't did it three years in a row, you just stretched your body out three years in a row. Three years your titties a little further down than they used to be. Three, <laughs> hell yeah. Your, your stomach just stretched out and it, it's no longer stretching you back. Me? Look, I got three. I know. Shit. Oh. <laughs> you looking in that mirror like, damn. Like, right. This, <laughs> like, this little pooch, you won't go nowhere. And men don't understand that. They, they think, don't. like, the thing is, they think, oh, you can just go to the gym, but some shit you can't work off. Right. Some shit ain't never going nowhere. Surgically has to be removed. My my muscles don't. They, they ain't they closed back to the black that. I just you know shit. You didn't have ten pound babies, nine pound. It just ain't gonna. It ain't gonna happen like that. Right. I don't care what they say. You know. And I don't think she. I just don't think she was wrong whatsoever. I'm so, like, girl, mm-mm. we all we all. I'm going to tell men, we all need it, you know, every once in a while. So, go next time you see a nice-looking woman, or even, in fact, just tell her she look pretty at the store. Or at the, you, you never know how that's going to make their day. And that's you don't true. even have to give her your number, your nothing. No. Just say, you know what, you look really pretty today, and go on. If exactly. you got a girl. And, and keep it moving. And keep it pushing. Right, you got a girl. Because I'm going to appreciate that more. Right. You keep it just be like, you know what, I, I noticed you over here, and you look really nice today. And keep it pushing. Right. That's going to brighten, you know, that'll brighten my day up. Right. Be like, oh, my God. Thank yeah, you for that. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we got to practice, y'all. Yes, we do. Our dance practice. <laughs> <laughs> Capri don't look like that. Capri signed us up for this. First of all, I didn't know what I was signing us up for. But, you, signed, know, but you did sign us up for I didn't, I didn't know it. we was going to be doing 20-year-old dances. Exactly. And I and I realized that when Girl, I watched that, that video. 20-year-old, that goes down further than that. <laughs> like okay, 15-year-old. 12. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and so I, I when I re, re, went back and re-looked at that video, I said, oh, baby, I don't know how this is going to turn out because I don't know that this is going to look good. Well, let, we got to practice today real quick so we can yes, we do. be prepared tomorrow at dance practice. Oh, we do have dance practice tomorrow. I yes, hope the tornado do. and storm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's to. Don't hope that. Don't hope that. I don't need that. I'm okay. You can wreck it, hell, tornado, yeah, and do stuff on the school. other side. We just need it to be on the other side. But if it's on the yeah. other side, we won't be out in it. Because schools is closed already. So yeah. we know we expect it for it to look hopefully not bad, but shit. So I'm wondering if, if my job's going to close tomorrow. I mean, well, I'm going to tell you this. Um, if it get too bad, it's supposed to come in at noon. I ain't going to nobody's job. I'm going home. Yeah. My my coworker, she just sent me a text asking if she can get into the building. She wanted to make sure the alarm. She's going to get her computer. So I'm wondering she's if you need to get gone. your computer. No, I got my computer. Oh, okay. Just in case you know, work home from anything. Like oh, I'm not going to come in today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Whatever. Look. Same here. I can do that. I know. Like, I know. Like, let, 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 let me wake up in this monsoon. My supervisor's going to be like, stay at home. Like, cool. Look, y'all suck. I'll I show up in the right now. I don't have no, no problem. Shut up, Dante. Let me text her while we're here. <laughs> right. Let me text her while we're here. Anyway, well, 
It's been a good conversation. It has. Our time has. getting shorter and shorter. We're going to have to make sure. Is it? Mm-hmm. No, you can add oh, on. Oh, yeah. That ain't too bad. No, that's okay. Okay. You know, we can we long as we get good conversations and give us over an hour, I think we do pretty good. Then I think too when we drink, we talk longer. <laughs> and we haven't been. We, we haven't been. Now that's what it is, y'all. It went from the hour forty five <laughs> to hour fifteen. It's because we have not been drinking alcohol. We have, we have not. not. We have been sober for weeks. Yeah, because yeah. I've been on my little Dante fast. actually went on um, a fast, so it ain't really no fun for me and Mika just yeah, to be drinking. We just Dante be drinking on those Sundays and stuff. Yeah. And, so we have because Mika really ain't the drinker. No, I ain't. So we've been sober. We've been sober. We have. Yeah. We but you know what's crazy? I've lost four pounds. See, that's what's up. And we didn't went on a fast with you on accident. I know. <laughs> <laughs> on accident. We were trying to do it purposely. We trying to do it purposely. Yeah. yeah but we definitely, but that is, look, y'all, because we do talk more when we, obviously, when we're okay. drinking, because it has to went down from. I'm sure. I know I talk more when I drink. So. Um, yeah. Well. Well, okay. thank y'all for your support. Like. Thank you. Thank you. Um. I don't know. Like. I keep sending y'all these stuff. I'll be like, we're going to be on the billboard in New York one day, y'all. Times Square, middle of Times Square. We'll we are. Summary. Heck yeah. I know. That ain't no summer. We're going to be on yeah. the billboard in, yes. in New York. We and y'all going to see our nice, beautiful faces. And I'm gonna go, we're going to go to Times Square just to take a picture. We're going to Times Square next year anyway. Are we? Yeah, we already said we went to New York. Whoop, whoop. Oh, for the annual, the podcasting stuff. We are. We're just going to go to New York even if... <laughs> we're going to New York regardless. Oh, I'm with okay, that. We, I'm with that yes, too. We're going to New York regardless. We already said that. Okay. We, next year, we definitely plan on a trip to New York. Well, maybe we can go and um, hit up guys next door. Okay. Is they in New York? Yeah, they're in New York. They oh, are. Yeah. Um, the Black Girl Podcast is in New York. Oh, we should visit both of those. Um, yeah. Who else is in New York? Um, there's one called. So uh, that means we can't stay. We did last time. Horrible we only or, stayed three days. We got to do it a little bit longer. We need right. like five days. Yeah, we need five days. That'll be nice. Yeah. We just go and explore. Exactly. Find the black folks in New York. And just have, hang out. And just I think we'll have a ball. I know we'll have a ball. So, yeah. So, plan, y'all. Remember that next year? Birthday. Oh, well, let's go for my birthday. Okay. I'm usually out of town. I don't care. You ain't out of town. You get back eventually. I mean, my birthday's in June, and we celebrate my birthday the month of June. So I need Mika to understand this. This is how this is going to happen, because Dante about to play like she don't know. We're going to that Memorial Day uh, day party, and then we're going to party until we're going on the cruise. Okay. And then when we come back, we're going to party some more. I don't care what she do during the week, but she just needs to be prepared to be do whatever she got to do on the weekend. Okay. <laughs> I'm with it. I can't. I, I got time now. I mean, you know. Well, your birthday is on a what? It's on a Thursday. Well, we still go somewhere. We can go to live music while Dante in here. Don't eliminate me because oh, I am. I mean, of course, I wouldn't eliminate you, first of all. But at the end of the day, Dante is going to miss it. She's going to feel left out. Can we go the week before live music? We can do. We can yeah. do. Hold on, look. I said June. Okay, yeah, then let's that. go that week before. So okay. month of June. So it'll be the it. week after we get back from our cruise, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. See, so yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yep. We can do that. I'll be there. gone that Monday through Friday. Okay. What she do during the week, I don't care. Yeah. She just needs to go and hop off her flight. We're gonna meet her at the um at the um, airport with her shot. Go on and take your shot and let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I just need her to understand. Hold on, look. Don't be having your brothers and shit here. Okay. Just be ready. Just be ready. 
to go. So okay. since we can't go to Chicago, exactly for my birthday. It's I think that. But you know, we'll still schedule. We still gotta. So is trap up and just up until July. Um, no, they, oh, they do it every. They, they do it year round, but they don't usually schedule it out. This you gotta the schedule just goes up to July, okay, so then you gotta wait it so out. So we still can look in there and, and see when the next, next sessions yeah. go. Because y'all know I schedule my vacation November the year before, so all my shit be scheduled. So yeah. well, okay, well, so we good. See. Hopefully they'll do it in New York, and then we can go around exactly. the time and go to New York. Then oh, and that would be the bomb. That would be great because you know it originates out of New York. Okay, good. We'll keep so, our eye on it. Yeah. So we can see. Okay. So, anyway, um, y'all know where y'all can reach us? Instagram. Mocha Tea Podcast. So, it's Mocha Tea underscore podcast. Um, we've had a few uh, of the New York uh, podcast followers this week. I followed them. Showing right us love. I followed them. They followed the Mocha Tea thing. Yeah, that was pretty big. Yeah. yeah. I went in there and looked them all up. Started following them. And then I said, hey, <laughs> they I guess they probably looked at my page and seen that we... Got a podcast. Yeah, the podcast. Oh, okay. See, I need to. Yeah. I don't think I have. I don't know. I need to try. And they've been following. They follow. It's a couple of them follow my personal page. And I've got some influencers, people that have been like got forty seven thousand followers and shit that started following and stuff. Yeah. So I take it. Hey, and I've I've been looking every day to see if they go away. And I'm like, oh no, they're gonna stay. Okay, you gonna stick? Okay. I, I, go ahead then. Yeah, liking my pictures stick. and shit. Yeah, that's what's up. Go on and stick to it. All right, cool. Um, and then we're on Facebook. Facebook, Mocha Tea Podcast. We're on Twitter, Mocha Tea Podcast. Um, for inquiries, any kind of bookings, any kind of questions, anything you guys have for us that you just don't want to put on social media, we are at mocha tea 2018 at gmail.com. Hit us up, let us know um, what's going on. If you got any questions for us, topics for us, you can put it in there you can always just dm us let us know you can hit us up on one of the comments whatever you, whatever you're comfortable with whatever um, every sunday a new episode is posted to soundcloud and will be on youtube sorry we had some technical difficulties for the last two but they'll be on there tonight and then um every monday and friday 9 a.m central we are on SeattleHipHopRadio.com. Y'all remember that you don't have to just listen to us on Seattle Hip Hop Radio. There's a Dante said that there was a, a podcast right after us that's like a sports podcast. Yes. She said it was real interesting. It was. They were arguing. <laughs> and so it, it drew me in. I'm like, dang. Girl, I was trying to see, like, they about to go to blows on the, on the phone? Okay. <laughs> on the radio? So, um,. Go ahead and just check us out on that. Um, but if you have anything for us, like I said, well, support SeattleHipHopRadio.com. That is a black-owned business. Um, he's also out here just, you know, trying to have a, he has a platform for those of us who are in our small beginnings who are trying to build up. And we appreciate his platform. So support him. Um, like I said, 24 hours a day. The other day when I was listening and before I was listening to our podcast, they had some reggae on there. I was like, oh, this is hot. Oh, shut up. That was nice. Oh, that's so. Cool. And remember, it's 24 hours. So, you guys can listen, just like we said, like, you know, Pandora or anything else. You can listen to uh, Hip Hop, Seattle Hip Hop Radio, 24 hours a day. So, don't hesitate to tune in whenever. Right. So, anyway, um, thank you for listening and we are out. Bye.